Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning in to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never-before-told stories from the people of Detroit. Black Coffee is a podcast hosted by Kari Frazier and Frida Sampson Weekly. Weekly, Frida and Kari welcome guests to discuss the rich history of Black leadership, entrepreneurship, artistry, and social justice. Hair Goals 313 Salon is where you need to go to get the love, care, and attention needed to grow and fashion your natural hair. Call 313-320-7890. You're listening to the Ask Jennifer podcast on the Detroit is Different podcast network. Welcome, everybody, to Ask Jennifer, the podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Crawford of Ask Jennifer. We're always talking about everything small business. We're going to hear from some small business experts, some inspiring entrepreneurs, some local artists, and we are getting this. Actually, this is the official last day of National Women in Small Business Month, and we are ending it off with a bang with all things Detroit this Sunday, November 4th, at the historical Eastern Market, where we'll have over 250 small businesses. It's It's just going to be a great day, and we actually have some of those small businesses here with us today to talk about what you'll see at All Things Detroit, their experiences, and you know what? It's just going to be a great experience for everybody, so we're going to talk a little bit about that and kind of the things that they have in store for you, so everybody will be excited. So today we have Susan, and she is with Artware Detroit. Hi, Susan. Hey there. And we have local artist, Sina Ali. Alea. Alea. I'm so sorry. Look, I'm so okay. bad. It's so horrible. <laughs> and then we also have Sarah. Yep. You got it with right. With Magdi. Magdi Design. Magdi Design. Hey, I'm winning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm so excited to have you ladies here today. I know that Susan and Zara have actually participated in All Things Detroit for a few years now. But Stina, uh, just April and uh, May of 2000, of this year, was your very first time in participating. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, so we're going to start with you, Zara, and yes. tell us a little bit about your business and actually what you do. Um, my name is Sarah Daly. I am owner of Magdi Design. Um, Excuse me, I have a cold a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I make repurpose, I make jewelry. Um, some of it is repurposed jewelry. So um, one of the most popular pieces I think that I've sold at All Things Detroit were um, pieces from the Packard plant. So it's different chains that I've gathered, gathered from the Packard plant, cleaned them off, sealed them, and then turned them into pieces of jewelry. So that's definitely a statement piece that I think a lot of people appreciated. Um, I've also branched out now to repurposing clothing, um, it's constantly, I think, uh-huh. every time you see my booth, it's always growing and, and getting bigger. Yes. And I was telling them downstairs, it was like every show I've I've learned something different or new about what to change to make just kind of my presentation better for the customers and for the show. So, I mean, the event is awesome, and I've learned definitely a lot from it. So I thank you very much for uh-huh. always giving it. Well, thank you so much. I'm so <laughs> glad. Um, I I remember, I feel like, where everybody, everybody who participate, I remember where their locations are. Um, and I have just met some great people along this journey of putting this event together. Uh, starting it in my one-bedroom apartment, definitely did not think that it would be what it is today. Uh, awesome. But I also feel that I have a lot of growing to do because, of course, I want like 50,000 people there and I want everybody right. to sell out and I want it to just be not just an event where you go and you shop, but I want people to learn about the people behind the business. I feel like when you learn about the person behind the business, when you know how they got started, their struggles, their journey, you definitely appreciate that product more. And so that is why 
it is my vision and my life, I would say, journey is to highlight the talents of, of others and, and what they do because I feel like people would think they're just as amazing as I think that they are. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, like, I know that even, like, when I go to events, I never, like, I always know, want to know more just because that's kind of how I've grown in the business. So, like, knowing all the other small business owners, that's knowing their background, knowing how they've built up their company is really amazing. So, yeah, like, I agree. I totally agree with you. I think once people know what we go through or what we put out yes. there, then I think, it, you know, it'll just get bigger from there for sure. And that's definitely what we focus on when we're, like, pitching to the news and, like, the media. We always try to promote the business and the business owner and give them an opportunity, not just me speaking about it, but just their experience, but also them talking about their product and what other people will see. Yep. And so, Cena, this was your first time in May participating in All Things Detroit. Yes, it was. And I must say that when I received your application, I was just blown away. I was, I just thought that it was amazing. And one of the things that uh, I was approached about uh, from a person who goes to All Things Detroit constantly is she said that, why isn't there more art? And why is there a lot of black artists? Like, you don't have that, a lot of it. There's a lot right. of photography, but there's not a lot of artists that are there. And a lot of artists don't apply because I feel like they don't think that it's their type of event or they don't know what they would kind of get out of it. But I feel like, you know, a local artist, it's a business still as well. And I feel right. like, you know... Uh, I, would, I want more artists to apply for right. All Things Detroit. So tell us a little bit about how you got started and uh, just tell us about some of your work. Okay, so my background actually is really funny. Like as an artist, I was not actually always an artist. Never picked up a pencil, paintbrush, any of that. It's actually not in my family genes whatsoever. I was an athlete and I was a phenomenal athlete, like very, very good. My sister now is a professional uh, runner. So... Oh. That's that's the background that I came from. I had a tragic uh, leg break when I was in high school. And um, it was my femur, which is the biggest bone in your body. I had to have surgery. I couldn't walk to my classes, so they stuck me in an art room. And going from being like this popular jock <laughs> to being stuck in an art room and being an art nerd, it was, it was really like depressing. You know, I, I went through a lot of like, it was my recruiting year for college. I was at the top of my game, and then I just felt like I hit rock bottom. I felt like I was losing friends, all this stuff. And I was introduced to art through my leg break. And um, I had a teacher who really just pushed me to break through my depression, and art was kind of helping me through that. And so that's actually how I was introduced to art in general. Um, so from there, I just started trying harder, drawing, you know, trying different mediums. I was actually a sculptor, ceramicist, all this stuff. And a few years ago, I wanted to try oil paintings. And so I got into that. So when you see some of my pieces, they're really based on just feeling. So every time that I've went through something hard or was experiencing some type of hardship, I turned to art. And so a lot of my pieces evoke a lot of emotion. Um, I really appreciated All Things Detroit in May because I experienced a part of my art that I didn't know I was giving to people. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm an exhibitionist. I, I've exhibited nationally, you know, in galleries, but I don't get to have those real conversations with, you know, patrons who come to the art gallery. So All Things Detroit, I experienced people who were connected emotionally to these pieces. Some people cried over some of the meanings behind my pieces. Oh, and wow. so. 
I was really touched by that. And, you know, I wanted to try the first time that I ever did anything like that, a pop-up show like that. So, really? Yeah, I had not done any art fairs or anything like that before. I was always in a gallery. So, yeah, All Things Detroit was my first art pop-up show and also my first All Things Detroit show. But How did you hear about All Things Detroit? I, all my family is here. Okay. Uh, well, most of my family is here. And they were telling me that, oh, you should do our, you know, All Things Detroit, this, that, and the third. So we ended up, you know, figuring out what to do, how to get... To it, did a lot of research to find the website, and and I just, you know, I don't really, I like to take risks. I don't mind if I'm the only artist. I think it actually surprised people mm-hmm. um, because I had a, a wonderful experience with All Things Troy, but people were like, "Oh my goodness, I would never have expected you to be here," you and, know. And that and that's what we want to give people at All Things Troy yeah. things that they did not expect to be here, like right, just the right. different things. I always say that it's the only place that you can find, you know, Michigan's best kept secrets right. and. You know, a lot of the other vendors do other events, but I tell people all the time, you know, you do other events, but it's not all things Detroit. It's not about like a one day event for me. It's about like showcasing these businesses, promoting their talents and highlighting them to thousands of people. So guess what? One day you're going to say, you know what, Jennifer, like I can't do all things Detroit because I'm in like New York doing my thing or I'm wherever (laughs) doing it. And that's like great. I think that that, you know, that would be like amazing to do that. And so there's businesses who are really busy who can't do all things Detroit anymore. And I'm just thankful for the time that they're there because, I mean, they, at that time, they're investing their money in me to make things happen. So uh, not only do I have, I have two sets of customers. I have the business and I have the customers who actually come to the event, which is a lot of pressure, I may Mm -hmm. say. But, but, I mean, it just definitely works out. So we definitely appreciate, uh, like, you being there. And I did not know that that was your first event. And, I mean, we'll get to see a lot of your stuff on Sunday at All Things Detroit. Uh, and you know what? The Beat the Crowd, the Beat the Crowd should definitely get there early because I know that you will sell out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Beat the Crowd, get those Beat the Crowd tickets. You still have time. We're doing this Sunday, uh, this Sunday, November 4th at Eastern Market. And so Susan. Hey there. I know <laughs> that when we met, it was at the uh, Mount Elliott Fun Shop. I remember that. Long time and, ago. Yes, a long time ago. And kind of tell me like how you got started because I think we kind of talked about it like before, but to everybody listening, uh, we want to kind of tell them how you have this love for art and how you started doing what you're doing. So my past was in fair trade. We were championing artists and artisans all around the world in developing countries. And then we had the economic downturn and I was working at a shop in Ann Arbor and started to think that maybe I should bring my um, efforts home and champion artists and artisans here in Detroit, um, my hometown. And so I was watching a lot of artists with flat files and art um, not sell at different shows, and I thought maybe if we made functional art, put art on things, um, we could sell more, get their story out there, lead people back to their body of work. And so Artware Detroit was formed. I'm thankful for the... um, the uh, homage to the Mount Elliott Park Fun Shop <laughs> that truly was, they believed in me um, and put my stuff in there and really kind of gave me almost the whole store. Mm-hmm. I had at least, I could have had more, but they, it was almost half of it was all my stuff. And they still are coming to my store and they're coming to my shows and they support me continuously. It's, it's, it's awe-inspiring, those two. Um, but so, yeah, we take local art and we put it on things you wear, thus artware. Um, we've had housewares. Um, uh, we we do all sorts of stuff. Jackets, clothing. There's not much we can't print on. And so um, 
But yeah, we've uh, All Things Detroit has been so integral to our growth um, as a business. I now own my own um, store. Uh, we have our own store in Berkeley. My studio's in there. And um, we've grown exponentially uh, over the years. And it's, I can't, I cannot say enough how much uh, these shows have been. I mean, you can go to a show or a fair, spend gads of money, and that's not forcing people to come there. Um, somehow she gets people to come and they just, they just crowd the streets and there's this energy and, um, and they come in with that same energy and they shop with that energy. And uh, there's something so special about it. And I, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Thank you so much. Because I remember in the beginning when we met, you were like, how much is the show? And I'm like, oh, it's like one. And you're like, that's kind of expensive. And I was like, because I don't think people realize is that it's not affiliated with the Easter Market, that I actually rent three sheds from the Easter Market. Um, not at a discounted rate. It is definitely a market rate to rent the market because it's a great space. You know, you're utilizing the space for, you know, for what it is. And it's a place uh, in Detroit that everybody feels comfortable going to, that it can hold a lot of people. And it's just people have been going there for a century. So they're so comfortable with the Eastern market. So, um, you know, when I first started doing this, I was in my one bedroom apartment and then I did the event at Burt's in Eastern market. And then uh, that wasn't, the best experience for me. Uh, and then I took my rent money and I actually put my rent money onto Eastern Market. And I just was thinking that this has to work. And if it does not work, I would probably live in my car, but it still would work. <laughs> Hopefully it would work um, because I just just was that excited and that just into and just wanted to make it happen. Right. Um, and so, you know, betting on myself, I always say that chances make champions. I say that all the time. Uh, but I also feel that within doing all things Detroit and the way that it's grown and how and some people love it, some people feel some type of way about it. But I just feel like in this life that we can do anything that we put our minds to. Uh, and so I challenge myself to give myself certain tasks and goals. And I challenge myself all the time to say that, no, you say you can't do it. How come you cannot? You have done this from nothing. You had no money. You were going to live in your car. You can do anything that you put your mind to. The only thing is that it may take you two years, five years, 10 years, but you definitely just have to do the work. And the work is very important. Nobody's going to do it for you. Right. So when people start talking about like, I'm so tired and I just, just my day off and I'm not doing anything. I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, and, and when people say things about excuses, like I can't do this because I also say, no, it's it's not that. And everybody has a different way of thinking, but I had to train myself to think a certain way because, you know, it's about like making like these things happen. Right. So we have this huge event coming up where we have all these amazing things going on where we do free door prizes to the first hundred customers every hour. So every hour we are going to have some type of handmade piece from one of the businesses from All Things Detroit that I actually purchased to give away to 100 customers. It's important for the people, the attendees, to see exactly what's being showcased. It's important for them to actually get something. And I just want people to feel like they get a lot from the event. And so I want to talk a little bit about, I know we talked about like what you guys get from the event. You say that you get uh, return customers. You, you know, it's all about like the experience. But where do you see like, your business going. I know that you still, sorry, you still work full time. Oh, and yeah. I know that also too, you have um, your design company and you do the jewelry, but tell us a little bit about uh, the designs that you do because you want to start doing some things from small businesses. And we were going to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So my background is actually, I went to college for creative studies for graphic design and photography. 
Um, and right now I do work full time at, I actually work at Keller Williams in Birmingham oh. and I am their marketing person there. So I am the only person that does all of their marketing, their branding. And I think, um, you know, the reason that, I just think the reason I got that job was because I understood what went into building a company. When you mm-hmm. think about it, they are small business owners. They are running their own ship, if you will. So I was like, you know, I'm doing all of this stuff here. I know what I put into my business. Even my, like you said, my sister contacted you already. <laughs> we're all kind of, I have two other sisters. We're all in everything. But, you know, I know what, if they come to me and say, I need a logo, I need this, and I'm going to send this, you know, kind of like a, like a sheet that has all like a price sheet to mm-hmm. someone. And I'm like, Lord, please do not send that. I was like, <laughs> let me, like, let me do it. So it looks professionally done. Mm-hmm. Then send that to that person. I think that a lot of people like kind of forget about that part of it. And as we talked, you know, I talked to the ladies downstairs, we were talking about kind of what at every show, it's something else that kind of, I, I realize what needs to be tweaked here and there. So I'm slowly adding in my graphic design skills and, my marketing, I do all my social media myself. I do all my print stuff. I have, you know, I also do wholesale for different uh, like yoga studios and boutiques and stuff too. I did not know that. See, I'm learning something, there you go. something new all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, um, a lot of it, I mean, I have met quite a few people just at boutiques. Um, some yoga studios too, but um, a lot of boutiques have kind of just come around. And I think it was actually the last, the last November show. I had quite a few people come around and asking for me for like, do you do wholesale? Do you do consignment? Do mm-hmm. you sell in stores? And I'm like, at that point, I had no idea. Like, I had a couple different places that I was selling in, but had no idea that people were wanting more of it. So then from there, then I built a wholesale line sheet. I sent out, you know, um, kind of a package of pictures of how I styled things, show them how things are meant to be worn, how you can make some match pieces. So. I'm collaborating my design skills with my jewelry skills, but mm-hmm. I'm now kind of branching, I guess, in multiple directions. Mm-hmm. So I'm now offering, you know, I've talked to you about offering my design skills for small businesses. I, you know, I've looked at what's out there, like, as far as price-wise from other companies. And honestly, they're, like, astronomical to me. Like, I know as a small business owner, I don't have lots of money starting off with, so I'm assuming that nobody else has tons of money starting off with. Uh, Definitely not. (laughs) So I like to make it somewhat reasonable and, like, affordable for people. Mm -hmm. But I think that also it needs to be taken into consideration, like, the logo that you have, the branding that you have, just that your branding in general really makes you who you are and makes your company. Mm -hmm. Like, granted, obviously your product has to be good too, but if your branding and your... Um, marketing is not up to par with your products. You know, to me, I think that it makes a huge difference. That's just from my point of view. We have a lot of businesses and applications that I get in where people do not have logos. Uh, And they don't understand, like, the importance of having a logo. It's like, Mm -hmm. why I just started? Why do I need a logo? And it's like, this is your brand identity. I see this. This is how I identify you. And then also, too, it's like, how do I promote you? How do I accept you and promote you? I think that... People look at the application process and they're like, oh my God, it's a long and it's it's all these questions and it's these things, but it's really like about your business so that I can promote you in a way that people really seek you out. Mm-hmm. And back to kind of like your um with the wholesale. I'm actually working on something for 2019. Okay. And I'm not gonna say anything about that just yet. <laughs> but uh I'm working on something, small business, wholesale, and I will definitely keep you um uh, posted about that. Awesome. I'm, yes, for sure. And um so, Sina, I know that you said that you're used to doing galleries. So, since all things you trade, have you done any more pop-ups? 
Um, yes, yes, I do. So I've done a few pop-ups, but I, I kind of dabble in, I dabble in a lot. Like <laughs> my art world is one business and then I have, I just, I do a lot of stuff. So much like you, I do like business consulting for creative, mm-hmm. um, for creatives, specifically like art creatives, um, because it is hard to kind of carry over like being an artist, being creative and remembering the business side of it. So actually, like I have, you know, I have a few artists under my belt that I consult and mentor and things like that. But um, because my career kind of took off, it was easier for me. I, I ended up publishing a book called Entrepreneur Making Your Dream a Business. That's oh, awesome. congratulations. So when, so when you're talking about like making, you know, making a real business, brand identity, things like that to set yourself up for the right way, that's what's in this book. Um so kind of from there, I've, I used my art career to help me launch that book. Mm-hmm. And then me, myself, I launched other businesses. I just launched a new business called Scent From Me, which is a candle, a soy candle company. Okay. Um, you do dabble in a lot. I yes. You sound like me. You sound like me. I don't stop. I mean, I have a three-year-old too, so I'm... Oh, you're busy. I'm busy around the clock. Wake up at 4 a.m., let's get going, go to bed after midnight, you know? Yes. But, but it's worth it because, you know, I think um, just showing people that it can be done and doing it the right way, just like you said, there's very there's things that slip through the cracks that I think people forget are very important. Um, but art is still a business. It's very much so um, perception. Everything is perception. So if you have the right package, people will pay for your product. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm all over the place. My book, <laughs> my book is still, you know, out there. I do those speaking engagements, book signings, things like that. Um, I've done the art shows more now. I've done a few... Um, just in this area and in Ohio. Okay. You know, um, and then I have the scent from me that just launched. It's doing really well, you know, so. Congratulations. Because the candle company is like a very competitive because I feel like there's a lot of candle companies. There that, is. That, but everybody is different. But I put a little spin on mine that people wouldn't expect. So they're actually fortune candles. Oh. When you burn them, there's a token at the bottom of them that has your fortune, like an inspirational <coughs> note that you can save. And I have an option where you can customize that note if you're going to send it to a loved one. And so that's why it's called Sent From Me. So if you want to put your own personalized note to like whoever you... I really like that. Yeah. That's unique. Now, uh, I know you didn't have this on your application. I didn't. But uh, (laughs) will you be having any of those candles at All Things Detroit? I definitely can. Okay. I I mean, I, I won't put you next to a candle person. Actually, all the seating is... Already done okay. and complete and yeah. ready. We have new layouts and everything that were done. Uh, but if you want to bring, you know, to sample, you know, okay. to to kind of put it out there, the fillers, you're definitely welcome to do that because okay. I'm sure that uh, people would like that. And you may get. I like, brought you cus- one too. Oh, thank you so much. That's so <laughs> sweet. I, I love gifts. That's so sweet. <laughs> um, so I think that that's really cool, and I like the fact that everybody is into different things. It's not just like one thing. Like I have uh, my online marketplace, which is uh, it's called All Things Marketplace, which I'm actually going to be doing classes on that to kind of show people how to use it. It's kind of like an Etsy and an Amazon kind of thing, but we're also adding services to it. So if you don't have a website, you don't want to create one and you offer services, mm-hmm. then you'll be able to like just create uh, something on the marketplace where people can make appointments and different things wow, like that instead awesome. of... So it, it's, it's definitely a process, 
I thought that I could take what I did, you know, offline and put it online and people will like use it. But the thing is that people are used to using what they're using. They're using Etsy. They're using their own websites. So what is the, you know, how do I get people to this thing? So it's like changing it, making it different. And I've done my research sometimes online marketplaces. They take a while for it to build. I mean, Amazon wasn't built in, you know, a couple years, but I'm confident in it that it will be uh, something that people can really, really use um, because there's groups and forums. You can communicate with other small businesses. So there's a lot to it. And I'm going to start doing training classes and things on that and showing people like how to use it. That's awesome. And I know, Susan, you're kind of, you promote other people's talents, all of their work. You've worked with Felt, 3,000 Feet, uh, you've worked with a lot of people. You actually had the Gilda Snowden line that you have. Uh, and Someone's you didn't so actually give us the name. The you actually didn't give us the name of your of your store. People have to know where we can. What's the name of your store? So I opened a new store in Berkeley. It's called the Vitrine Gallery. Vitrine. Um, it's French for shop window or windows, um, and it's a hutch that holds treasures, a vitrine is like a vintage hutch. So we thought, oh my gosh, our store is a place that holds all treasures. So we named it the Vitrine Gallery. Um, I wanted to ask, Stina, is her book going to be at the show? Yes. Got to yes. get that book. <laughs> I really like that. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of artists that we're bringing some new stuff. We're going to be launching some brand new things at All Things Detroit. We want to really make it special. And I liked how you said how, because um, I didn't remember that, we were really poor when uh, Jennifer met. And I honestly, I, I look at what's happened in my life and how, how much uh, buying power I have now and, and how we were able to do all that we've done. And the fact that you said that about me being very on the fence about paying that money. I mean, when I was at that Mount Elliott Park Fun Shop, I'm going to say something really embarrassing. I used to ask them for the stuffing back. When we would sell a bag. That, it's nothing wrong with that. I would I say, hey, too, could I, 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 there's nothing wrong with that. Well, it, people love when they get, I mean, we labor to really make it look mm -hmm. nice and perfect. And, and, and we were at that point where I was like, you know, how am I going to, you know, I can make, I can buy another one if you sell. I mean, we were really hand to mouth and, and it's saying yes to shows like that and investing in yourself because I'd still be asking for the paperback. Had I not, and if you still use that paper, that it's money. fine. Right. It's okay. It <laughs> right. costs money. It, it's fine. Back then, uh, that was way long ago. But we were very hand to mouth, and we really didn't have it. And 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 that investment, you you. I'm not saying for people just to spend money they don't have, but we we took some risks. We took some chances, and it's all been connected to the buying power that we have now, and being in those shows, and someone behind it those applications and all those questions that you ask to really help promote us. No one else is doing that. Right. No one. And, um, I mean, you believe in us and we believe in you and, and it was spending that money on those first shows and, um, and all the shows since really for someone to, for a small business to invest a hundred to $200 in a one day event is a, is a lot. It's a lot to ask of someone because you have to make that money back and then some for it to be worth your while. You're there all day and time is money because if you're standing there and there's no one there, then it's like, man, but if you make $200, it's still like, I'm still here all day. So what about the rest of my time and what I put into preparing for this show? So I think about all of that and all Things Detroit is, is fully invested in, and I invest all of my money and in, in what I make into the show. I have no sponsorship. 
I don't have any loans, any of that. So I invest a lot of money for people to have a great experience. That's where all the the giveaway bags come from, where we give away a thousand of them. That's where all the, you know, when people, I don't ask the businesses to give me products, I purchase them because that's still your time, your money, and that's your product. So I would never say, hey, just give me a hundred pieces because that's a lot. That's asking a lot. If someone wanted to donate you know, 10 pieces or something like that, that's different. But to ask for 100 pieces, am I rich? By no means, <laughs> no means at all. But I felt like I wanted to base all things Detroit in my business of Ask Jennifer to be about the people and the person. I didn't want it to be where, if I don't feel like you would do well at all things Detroit, I won't take your money. There's a lot of people like, there's hair extensions. I wear weave, but guess what? You know, they really don't do well at all things Detroit because the demographics is that's not what they're buying. So I wouldn't want a small business to invest $175 or $200 if they're not going to get the demographic. Or sometimes it's not about those that one day sales, it's about like what you get after that. There's people who've gotten contracts and things after that. Like you said, you had people asking for wholesale, but it's just, um, you know, I just look at it a different way and how to make it different. It's just not, like I tell people, it's not about like me, it's about like the business and people are like, like whatever girl. And it's just like, I truly, truly believe that, you know, I, I really want it to be a great experience. Cause like I said, you're investing this money in me to like make it happen and make it work. You know, and so um, that is really, really important. So what are like some of the challenges of doing all these events, though? I know that there's so many. There's so many in the summertime. There's so many like different things going on. And I know we're here to talk about all things Detroit, but I kind of want to talk about like you guys, too, like as a business. Like what are the challenges of like doing some of these events, like not just all things Detroit, it's just like working the daytime, you know, working a job and then having to prepare for that. And then, you know, making jewelry and getting everything together. Like what are some of the challenges of that? Um, well, for myself, yeah, I mean, I work a full-time job on the side, on breaks, uh, whenever <laughs> I get a free moment. Um, I'm constantly, you know, doing work for myself. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, I, have the I do have the luxury of having very creative people in my family, so they definitely mm -hmm. help. Um, my future brother-in-law is a photographer, so he, then I have my sisters and my models, and then they do blogging and they do social media. So I have kind of a nice network built to where that helps me a lot um, with building content for social media and sharing and making posts. Um, the hardest part for me, honestly, is being, I do it all myself. Like I do my display myself, I make my jewelry, I do the advertising, I do you know, the branding, I put my name out there when it comes to wholesale. I'm the one that's going to meet these people. I'm the one that's doing all of it. So it gets tiring, but at the same time, like, that's what, ke it keeps me going because I love it so much. Um, but, like, when she was talking earlier just about the shows, I'm like, when it comes down to the day of, it's like game day. It's <laughs> like you are prepping for like the Super Bowl and you're getting your butt up I'm going to Tim Hortons I'm getting my coffee I'm getting my muffin to last me for the whole day cause probably I'm not gonna leave I, my booth I don't eat that whole day I don't and even if my family like sometimes my mom will come mm -hmm. you've met my mom multiple yes. times yes um, <laughs> my mom will be there most of the time with me and sitting with me but she'll come and watch it once in a while but either way I'm like she will watch it and then I will be so like just wanting to talk to everyone and I won't I just won't leave my spot the only time I leave is to go to the bathroom, maybe go grab like a glass of water, but that's it. Besides that, like, and then by the end of it, I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. I can like go rest now that and it's fine. That concrete is something else. Oh my God. Oh my that's... God. Yes. I'm like, now I've learned because I, you know, in the morning you have to like be cute and you have to play the role and you have to wear all your things and the clothes and whatever. 
But then by the end of it, I'm like, no, I need to wear like the most comfortable <laughs> shoes in the world because your feet are killing you. Oh, and, and I'm walking back and forth. I think oh, the yeah. last one I did like 22,000 steps wow. that day. And like the next, and then when I get home, I'm not, um, I'm not like so tired. I'm tired, but I'm still like the adrenaline. Like I feel like mm-hmm. all things you try for me is kind of like an adre- adrenaline rush. Like yeah. in that morning, I'm just like, oh, like what's going on? Like what's going to happen next? And I am not calmed down until the doors open. Until the doors open and the people start coming in, when all the beat the crowd is done, then I'm calm and I'm relaxed a little bit. But I don't eat the whole day. I don't eat the whole day. Yeah. I just. I can't eat. Like, I, and then I say, like, I can't sit down and eat. Because what if people see me sitting down and eat? They're going to be like, is she working? She's sitting down and eating. Like, I don't. But I try to walk around and make sure the vendors are fine, make sure that everything is good. I came over to see you the last one, but you were actually working. You were busy. Uh, and I stopped by to see you. And I talked Every to you prior time. to. So I just try to walk around, make sure everything is good, make sure people are doing fine. Um, because that's what's important. But we just want the customers to like come out, have a great time. Don't worry about like the lines. It's just we have giveaways the entire day. The entire day is dedicated to our customers because we will have customer appreciation by having hundreds uh, of giveaways all day. And then we also have our Beat the Crowd, which the doors will open at 930 and you will be able to shop an hour before, actually an hour and a half before all of the customers because the vendors have to be there at 9 o'clock this time um, because we want to get everybody in and people shopping um, and, you know, get it done. There's actually a food truck rally the same day as our event, but um, we have a food truck rally too. We have a food truck rally and we have 250 small businesses that are showcasing local art, handmade pieces, and it is just going to be a great day. And that is also the launch of the All Things Detroit Coloring Book. I actually had a coloring book put together where we are highlighting small businesses. So we're highlighting about eight small businesses in this coloring book where people will be able to actually color and read about the actual business that's participating. So it's something that I want to kind of do throughout the actual um, All Things You Trade. We're highlighting different ones every time. But uh, this first edition is something I've been thinking about for a while. So it's like... Mommy, I'm here. What do I do? Guess what? You can color in the All Things Detroit, you know, coloring book. And then at the bottom, there's kind of like a bio about the business and like what they do and what they have. And I think that that's just another fun way where not only like the adults can sit there and color if they're stressed out or the kids, you know, if you want to keep the kids occupied, they're like, Mommy, what is this? You know, this is Sandy, Sandy from the, she's the face painting person. She just painted your face, but here you are coloring a beautiful picture of her because you've seen the visual of her and what she looks like. So we are launching the All Things Detroit Coloring Book. We have door prizes. We have Beat the Crowd. And we have some of the best damn small businesses in Michigan. (laughs) I'm going to say that. Uh, And I'm going to go back to some of the challenges because we are running out of a little bit of time. And we want to get as much information as as possible about this Sunday uh, at Eastern Market. And everybody can go to iloveallthingsdetroit.com and also download the mobile app. But uh, just some challenges for you also. Um, I have a similar issue. I do everything myself from, you know, I I have to paint. So (laughs) I'm painting 24-7. I'm building my own websites. I do all my social media. Not only that, but I'm doing that for everyone else that I have under my belt. And And you're a mother. And I'm a mother. And, you know, and I coach track and field. So I I forgot to throw that in. You're a busy girl. I'm a busy girl. It's all about time management for me. Um, I get a thrill out of it. I get a thrill out of reaching my goals. I have have big boards everywhere in the house where I really just, it keeps me, you know, on point and 
you know, every day wake up with a goal in mind, a task, you know, 4.30 in the morning, alarm goes mm-hmm. off, jump in the studio, paint, you know, when soul wakes up, mommy time, and then <laughs> switch over to business mind, you know? So, it, you know, when you do so many shows, you do kind of get a little burned out. You know, I had a solo exhibition in, in Miami in February, and then I had a solo exhibition in Miami in March, and then I had All Things Detroit in May, and then I had another show in June, and then book signing and speaking in July. You get burned out, you know? But, yes, there is a burnout. <laughs> but if you keep that end goal, you know, um, it kind of becomes like this, like, rush. Like, so what else can I do? What else can I add to my plate? You know, um, I even built my own display walls, you know, to hang the art on. Just you are to, one talented lady. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like <laughs> Renaissance woman. <laughs> yes. I'm just like, wow. So so it is. It's just a constant hustle. Um, and just keep, like you, we were talking about before, before recording, um, making sure that your health matches the hustle of your business because there's no way that you'll be able to handle the pressures and the stress and all this if your health is not on point. And so I really make sure I, I take care of myself and I pay attention to my body. If I need a self-care day, I stop. I also pay attention to my son. I'm a mom entrepreneur, um, but the mom is a priority. And if I need to put things to the side, I will. So um, I make sure I do that also. I, I just feel like when you have goals in mind and you do whatever you can to reach them. So if it's a day where I need to spend time with my son, then I'm working through the night. Like that's (laughs) just how it is, you know, while he's sleeping. So the challenges mainly are just staying mentally tough, Mm -hmm. staying mentally tough and, and working with a purpose. You cannot get up and say, I want to do this, but not have really game plan of how you're going to achieve it um, from step one to step 10,000 or understanding that the first no or roadblock isn't a a stop. It's you need like 52 pivots, you know, it's not anything that stops you or you just shouldn't be stopped. You know, you're going to hit those hard times, but how do you get through Through them? them. That journey is the most important part. You know, people, I'm sorry. I have people contact me all the time say, I want to start a business. I want to do this. And then like a couple weeks later, they're like done. And I say, yeah. if you can't get through the creative process, Mm-mm. this is not for you. Yeah. It's not for you because yeah. I, I get I get told no all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. They're like, who are you? What do you do? Okay, all things you trade. Yeah, that's a vendor show. That's what somebody else does. So goodbye. And I'm like, no, it's an experience, but thank you. But <laughs> no, be, I get it's yeah. no all the time. Right, right. It's very true. And, and the art world, you know, is very oversaturated, um, definitely oversaturated. Mm-hmm. So it, there's there's a really big motive to like connect and that gets tiring too mentally exhausting to have to connect and show people who you are on a regular basis it does get tiring um and to create things that are interesting you never know what people are gonna like you have no idea what people are gonna like what they connect to so it's a constant like do I go mainstream and fall into this you know this Mm -hmm. like popular way of painting or do I stay true to myself I will say all the time, staying true to myself to has always paid off for me um, more than I've seen people fall into the mainstream art. And I think um, you were speaking about black artists. I think that's what a lot of black artists fall into. They they don't want to um, branch out and create their own creations. So they're going through what they see already in the market that's working for someone else. And mm-hmm. so then they get lost in the art world. And I think, you know, my best advice for them is to just stay true to yourself and find your own name and your own um, style. Because people now go to places and be like, that's a Stina Alea piece. That's mm-hmm. what you want. You don't want someone to look at your collection and think that 50 other artists 
did each one, you know, so... I, I always say that um, people tell you no, they don't, you, people don't, you, we create our own opportunity. Exactly. If someone doesn't give me an opportunity, I create it. Exactly. So I want to create not only just, you know, opportunities for myself, but for other people right. and give them the opportunity as well. So that is definitely what I live by for sure. Yeah. For sure. And Susan, have you been doing a lot of shows since the, since your store has been open? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, we learn from... What shows do well? I mean, we, we do more of what does well. Um, we do less of what doesn't work. Uh, we learn from our mistakes. We make partners in the marketplace and have references and resources from all those creative people. I think there's a powerful um, network in Detroit and more than anywhere else. Um, such a resilient group and, and people just wanting to do like she said I get up it's like the Super Bowl I mean it is that much it work is. it's yeah. I call it like military like you know what I mean like we're going to battle it's that much effort just the you know gathering all your stuff and going out um you it's not for wimps you know it, it definitely is not <laughs> art's not for wimps um but yeah it's and just staying motivated when um it's rainy and it's windy you know if it's an outdoor show um and just keeping your keeping focused on what you're accomplished. Um, I support a lot of artists. Um, I take a lot of pride in telling their story. I'm not the artist like these folks. Um, we we do do design work. Um, I went to CCS for photography and Wayne for art. So there's there's a creative component to what I do. Um, but I think staying focused on on what I'm doing and who I'm supporting um, keeps me motivated when things get you down because <laughs> they do. Um, and it's, and it's fun. And the customers, uh, all things Detroit customers um, are outstanding. We have groupies that come in wearing our bags. <laughs> I just like, that's washable. Why, why does that look like that? They come like year after year after year um, and so happy and the big smiles, just buying stuff. And it's just such an energy. So um, things like that, shows that are very successful, keep us motivated, you know, through things that are a little bit tougher days. Mm -hmm. And it's indoors. I think that's something that's good about. Um, uh, we're talking about outdoor things and, I don't know, 55 degrees out at, you know, <laughs> Belle Isle. I'm not sure that's where I'm going to be uh, <laughs> that day. Um, outdoor events scare me a little, just a little, because you never know with like the weather. Oh, yeah. But doing Beacon Park, it was like, you know, we had some days where it was like raining and it was like, you know, we had like rained out and, and it happens, but it's just a little weird because it's like a whole day is like done, you know, with when you do like the outdoor events. But we're doing some things for the food trucks. Uh, we're actually going to have some tents set up and tables so people can actually sit and eat. And one of the things, you know, I have to have a certain number of vendors for the space, but we actually cut some vendor spaces so that people will be able to stand inside at the tables uh, so that they can kind of stand in the inside where it's warm and kind of like eat and do things like that. Because it's important for me for customers to feel comfortable. So I'm always making changes, people. I'm not just not listening to what they're saying and no. what they want to see. It's about making changes, like um, changes that's within my reach that I actually can do, you know. And so it's important for me to have customers feel comfortable and to enjoy the experience, as I keep saying, because um, we just want it to be a great day and we want people to shop. You know, I always promote shopping. That's like the main thing. And that's exactly what it's for. So I want to thank you ladies for coming today. Uh, is there one thing you want to tell everybody about all things Detroit and why they should be here? One thing really quick, Susan. It's 
it's a curated event. As a shopper, it's one of the best places to buy the coolest things, hands down. She thinks about who she brings in, and it's a very curated, cool uh, collection of local art and craft. That's so cool. Yeah, I would say it's probably hands down the best event that, you know, not only supports small business, it's really about supporting and bringing up small business, not just a mon- money-hungry vendor space, pay your money, but if you fail, whatever, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I think that is the best part about it from the business side, from a customer side. It's the only place that I've seen where you can get everything. Like, I've seen everything at this show, and it's wonderful. Like, you can get art, and you mm-hmm. can go get jewelry, and you can go get a purse, you know? like You can you, get everything, You yeah. can't get that from certain shows so I think that that's just wonderful to and and the kids are entertained with face painting and there's music and food and I mean, dance. we have our new coloring book yeah. they have, yeah. the they have dance book. going on yeah. like you look and I they're mean, doing awesome. like so and the giveaways you know every hour I mean come on that, that's Where just you, you know I thought about how do we get more people to come in later in the day you know, it slows down at 3 o'clock. So what do we do? We give away the best prize people at 3 o'clock. So if you want to come at 3 o'clock, you come and you see exactly what that is. And that just people will come in and they will get their great prize. And then they're like, I'm here. I've paid my money. i paid my $5. I've got my great prize. But guess what? Let me go see what else I can get. Yeah. yeah. Let me go see what else. And for you, what do you want to tell people about all things Detroit and why they should come? I think, honestly, it's just the whole experience, like you guys were saying. I mean, like my, like I said, my family will literally sit with me all day, mm-hmm. but half the time they'll end up leaving and going and roaming around, and they'll end up at Burt's, they'll end up at the food trucks, <laughs> they'll end up at, like, the next shed, look, and then they'll come back. I'm like, where did you guys get that from? Like, let me go. No. I want to go look around <laughs> and go, like, see the other vendors. So I think it's just a nice way to kind of spend time with family, friends, and especially it's right around the holidays, too. Yes. So it's perfect time to get those not so, I guess, basic gifts, if you will, for, you know, your friends and family. It's really unique product that you then support. I love supporting local businesses, obviously, but that's the best way to do it, I think. Yeah. And where can we find you on social media? Um, my handle is Magdy Design. It's M-G-D-Y Design. I have also MagdyDesign.com. So most of the stuff that I post, um, I try to update my website as frequently as possible, but my products are so unique. Everyone is different. So if you ever see anything on my social media or my Instagram page, definitely feel free to message me and I can give you some more information about it too. And where can we find you on social media? Um, I am on Instagram at Stina Alea. That's S-T-I-N-A-A-L-E-A-H. And I also have StinaAlea.com. And Susan? A-R-T-W-E-A-R Detroit.com. We're also bringing gift. We're going to have gift bags for our stuff uh, at the show. We're going to have everyone gets their own. Awesome. Like we're going to be gift wrapping packaging, so oh, you get some cool. freebies at our booth too. I forgot to share that. Well, you definitely share that information with me, so I can blast it out and let everybody yep. know, so that they can flood your booth. And we want everybody to come to all things Detroit and food truck rally this Sunday, November fourth, at the Eastern Market. It is going to be an amazing day. For more information, download the All Things Detroit mobile app available on Google Play and at the Apple Store. I am Ask Jennifer. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ask Jennifer. That's J-E-N-N-Y-F-E-R. And we will see everybody on Sunday. And tune in next time when we recap about all the thousands of people who (laughs) came out to All Things Detroit to support local business, shop local, and we will talk to you guys next time. Remember to like, 
Share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city.